Welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast, where money mindset and life coach Megan Jean Smith, hey, that's me, teaches you how to transform your relationship to money and achieve your life goals so you can live a glorious, magnificent, delicious, awesome life and love being you. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Money Mindful Podcast. I've got a awesome episode for you today about a subject that doesn't normally get talked about on people's podcasts or in marketing, and it's something that I think should be highlighted, and so I'm doing it. Today, I have my uh, former what do I say, former client on the show, and we're going to talk about her amazing wins. And we're also going to talk about the wins that she hasn't quite reached yet, like the goals that she hasn't quite reached yet, and why we're talking about that and why it's so important to talk about that. So, Without further ado, I want to introduce my absolutely gorgeous former client, Nan. So, Nan is, well, she's French. So, her name is Nadej Saisana. Probably, sorry, French-speaking beautiful people out there if I <laughs> stuffed that up, but I call her Nan. She is a English-speaking certified life coach through the Life Coach School. She's an absolute master in her field. She's been working as a coach, mentor, and instructor for the school since 2019. And in fact, a tiny, actually, no, I'll save that. I won't, I won't reveal that bit of information now. But she's also got her own coaching business and she helps teachers and coaches stop stress eating, right? So if you're overeating, if you're eating because from stress, Nan is your woman. And she's had her own personal journey of like how she's gone from binge eating to not doing that. And that's why she is so ideally suited to coach women in that area. But I'll let her tell you all about that. But Nan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Well, what a beautiful introduction. I'm really, you can't see me listeners, but I'm definitely blushing. <laughs> It was so sweet. And by the way, you said my name beautifully, Nadej Cezana, but you're right. I go by Nan because <laughs> I think it's so much easier. So thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. And I just want to tell everybody that I might not be speaking as loud as I usually do because it's 6.30 in the morning. We've met really early because Nan is in France, in Paris. Thank you very yeah. much. And if you go on her Instagram, she's always doing these little stories of when she goes for walks around Paris and she's showing you all the the amazing food and it's absolutely gorgeous. I love it. It's like I'm just having a little holiday in Paris through you, Nan. So it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> but, Thanks. Do you is there anything you want to add to my introduction to you? Is there anything we need to you want my audience to know about you? Not really, because I think you you really said it all. And you, you really mentioned my passion, which is to help people, in particular teachers and coaches, stop stress eating one craving at a time without, I think it's super important to mention it, without being miserable. Because I'm done I'm feeling miserable. Uh, yes, 100%. Yeah, none of the, we don't have to do it in a way that doesn't suit our life, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. and that's exactly what you taught me about money too. 
that I don't have to be miserable handling money or thinking about money. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when I reached out to Nan about coming on the show, well, actually, do you remember you reached out to me first about yes. it, but I wasn't ready at that stage to, we, mm. this was right before we were moving and it was like, oh yes, I would love to have you on the show, but let's just park that until next year. And so I reached out to you. It's been what? It's been quite a few months since we've worked together now. Like, I, I don't even know, but yeah, at least three, three months, mm. I reckon. Um, and I reached out to you and at first you you responded and you were sort of like, well, I don't know if I want to come on because I'm not sure like if I've really got enough to celebrate. And I was like, hang on, girlfriend. Like I read that email and I just clamped down on that shit straight away. And I was like, excuse me, but, and I reeled off this whole email of all the amazing things that you had done over our journey of working together for six months. And then you were like, okay, I guess now you've put it that way. I'll come on the show. <laughs> yes, I really need to see that shift. <laughs> yeah, to remember that, yes, I wanted also to be in the podcast to celebrate you because I thought you were you are an amazing coach. And I really wanted to to do that, yes, to let people know. <laughs> what they can accomplish even if as yeah I really believe that it was not much but it's true that when I had a look at my notes when I had a look at your response in my email yes I could see that okay it may be subtle but it's also so important and I'm so grateful for having done the work with you for having shifted and for having changed and yeah created opportunities for myself mm. yeah so the reason that the aim of this show, what I really want to get across today is that in in marketing in particular, because people are trying to sell what they're doing, right? And mm-hmm. so it's it, what people usually do, like I'm talking about coaches or service providers in this in this regard, is it's kind of like the the message of the big orgasmic goal gets sold. Like, oh, I doubled my income and and full transparency. I have celebrated those things. I do have clients who've doubled their income. I've doubled my income, right? Like, And I think that those things are worth celebrating and I'm not knocking that, but I think that the point gets lost when we only focus on that, right? When we just, because goals don't happen in one giant leap. They happen in a thousand steps, tiny steps. Sometimes really freaking challenging steps, mm-hmm. sometimes really slow steps that you think, is this even a step? Are we even moving forward here, right? Like, but you do and you just keep taking those steps and eventually the goal is created. And now I just want to give a quick example for the mm-hmm. um, the sake of of this so we can set the scene is that right now for those people who are deep in my community who hang out with me on Instagram they're currently watching me just live this fabulous life right I've just moved to a beach town I mean from the outside if I was watching me I'd be like girl she's got it Mm. made right you know I'm going to the beach every day it's in this beautiful place but to get to this place mate like Six years of living in a long-distance relationship with my partner. We lived together and then he got into 
medicine in another state and I wasn't able to go. We lived apart for six years. Thank you very much. And then he has been working and studying and continuing his training for the last nine years. Yes, nine, six years and then nine years. And through that time, we have lived in places that have been great. We've been lived in places that haven't been great. We've had two babies. Like we've gone through so many challenges and times when we've been like, oh, is this, you know, worth it or whatever, or this is taking forever until finally, what's the maths there? Like 15 years later, we're in this amazing place. We've reached a target that Mm -hmm. we've been aiming for, but there have been a bazillion steps that have got us there. And it's all really nice to, to celebrate. Oh, look at us. We're on the beach. Isn't that amazing? Oh, they've, you know, reached this great Mm -hmm. goal, but it's been in the making for so long and so many steps have contributed to that. And I I really want to highlight it's a journey. It's not mm-hmm. like the destination is freaking great. Don't get me wrong. But there's a journey that you must go through to get there. So I really want to celebrate that today with you, Nan, mm-hmm. celebrate your journey mm-hmm. and where you're at and what it actually really looks like yes. to create your money and life goals. So let's 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 dig in. So do you want to do you want to paint the picture of where we started together? Mm. Like why why did you start working with me? Like what was it that you wanted to work on? Mm. Yeah, I really definitely wanted to work with my on my relationship with money uh, because I had I knew I had those sets of limiting beliefs that didn't serve me, and I wanted to explore that. And I I felt that I couldn't do that on my own. So I looked for the the best money mindset coaches and there you were. (laughs) And I loved your vibes and your openness and your love. And and that's why, yes, I wanted to work with you. And so I, if I remember right, I think one of my main um, limiting beliefs was that I can't create money. And it was really, and it was so interesting because I really wanted to Create money for me. It's super important to be independent, autonomous, not to depend on my family, my husband, and to really be my own. Because I associate earning my own money with being free, being independent, being safe too. And I couldn't see that I was already creating my money, even when I was a civil servant, when I was working as an English teacher in Paris. Of course, I was earning my money, but it was not me deciding on the price and so on. Um, and so I didn't. I didn't acknowledge that I was earning, creating my own money. I couldn't see that. Yes, it was because of the value I was providing. I was discounting it, dismissing it, just as I was doing exactly the same thing because I was not deciding on my price uh, with uh, the the major company, American company I work with as a life coach. And so, yes, I couldn't see that it was me actually creating value (laughs) for those people and it's so interesting. So that was one of the beliefs that we we shared. Um, and I really used to believe that money came to me, but as if I was doing nothing. Now I see that, no, it is me creating it. Um, another belief that I used to have was, well. Okay, I, hang on. I just got to stop you there because sure. that is huge. That yeah. is huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is you creating it. Yes. And they they're like the the tiny shifts that are actually mm-hmm. like moving mountains. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. when you think that you're you're not able to create money, it's 
you're powerless, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you don't take any further action to change that or maneuver that or do it in ways that that work for you. And then also, I mean, who wants to feel like that? Like they're that they're disempowered and not bringing in in money, which you absolutely were. I mean, you, and might I just add that you work for a company that, you know, I mean, we were in the coaching industry that a lot of people try to work for all the Mm -hmm. time. And a lot of people don't get jobs (laughs) with that company and you do, and you've worked there for four years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's saying something Mm. a lot. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, as you can see, it's still difficult for me to acknowledge that, but yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think so. Yeah. (laughs) And I think there's still something I'm working on, but it's getting so much easier now. There's something about the shame as if, as if, yes, it's not really me. It's not, I really, really don't really deserve it. But it's also shifting because I used to feel really ashamed that I wanted to create money. I, th- I wanted to, but at the same time, I was feeling ashamed that for wanting cre- to create more money. But then one day I took the lot, you know, I, I went all the way through that logic. And because I want to create money, not to feel dependent, especially as I grow old. And I was thinking, but why would it be a problem for other people? Why would it be a problem for society if I want to make money now when I'm able so that in the long run, when I'm getting older, I don't have to be supported by other people, namely society. And that definitely, um, you know, I, I make peace with that idea of making money because yes, it's for me and it's also for society. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but it took me a while. <laughs> Music to my ears. I made yeah. peace with making mm-hmm. money. I mean, come on. And this is the this is the stuff, Nan. That I'm so glad you're talking about this because this is what blocks people, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's it's unconscious. Like you're not aware. I mean, so mm-hmm. much of this that you uncovered, you weren't consciously walking around thinking that you thought like that, right? It's not until we start poking the holes and digging in that it's like, oh, hang on a sec, I feel shame about wanting to make money. Huh. Huh. Why is that, right? Like, you know, it's because it just sits there and it stops you from making money and you don't even realise it's there until you do the work. So I'm so glad you're bringing this stuff up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as you were saying, it's really awareness that's the first step and it opened up the possibility to change, which was huge. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that I also had a belief, which is that money is a burden. And it was really making it difficult for me to have a look at the money I had and what I wanted to do with it. Because, of course, who would want to take care of a burden? It's just like, nope, let's push it aside. Let's focus on something else. But now I'm working, I'm still working on that belief, but I have taken action. So I've taken care of my family. I've done what I wanted to do with a part of the money. And something you really urged me to do, and I thank you so much for that, is to have more fun, more fun creating content and so on, but also more fun with my money. And um, and what I'm thinking is that, well, next year in 2024, I'll turn 50 and I really want to celebrate 
and I'd love to go on a cruise with my family. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to, you know, um, have the, some money, have a, a budget for that and really enjoy it and really celebrate. Because that's also something that you taught me, which is to, to celebrate the money coming in. You taught me to be grateful. And when I used to, you know, because it was not really, I thought it was not really money created by me. Whenever I had money I'm coming in, I was just like, yes, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. And now when I see the number, it's just like, Woo! <laughs> I've created that. And I have a little dance, a little happy dance. And I smile and I, and I share with my family, oh, money coming in. <laughs> so much better. It's so much more fun. It, it's actually easier also to take care of this money because of this lightness <laughs> that I'm bringing. <laughs> ah, I'm just like, I'm beaming. I'm beaming <laughs> hearing all of this. It's just taking me back to when we we're working together. Yes. So good, man. I mean, it's it, what's really interesting here is that it's just a mindset shift. Right? Like it's still the same money coming in, but instead yes. of feeling like it's a burden or something that, you know, you're not able to create, now you get to enjoy it. Right? Like you just, it's like it's coming in, but now it's fun that it's coming mm. in and you can own it. I can use it. I can spend it. I can have fun with it. <laughs> so oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> So one thing I wanted to talk about was when we're going for a goal, the way that I like to think about it is that a goal is just like a target, right, mm -hmm. or a, an anchor point. It yeah. just, it, it's like if you imagine the target painted and on the target is whatever the goal is, like, oh, I want to, you know, sign my first three clients or I want to make, I don't know, 60k in my business this year or whatever right hmm. um it's what the actual goal is is irrelevant for this example because everybody's goals are personal and different and right just depending on who you are your unique hmm. person and then i i think of that goal is it when i'm thinking of that goal i think about what are all the obstacles I have to overcome mm -hmm. to reach that goal, right? Who am I becoming? Who am I as the woman who creates that goal? Because that they're the magical things that I think people don't spend a lot of time thinking about, right? Mm -hmm. And what is actually involved? Like when you're on that target, when you get to that target, who are you? And mm -hmm. There's one thing specifically that I remember that you chose to focus on when we started working together. Because one of the things that I do when uh, when I start working with a new client is I'm like, hey, what do you want to get out of this six months? Like, what 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 is your goal, right? Like, mm -hmm. what do you want to work on? Is it a big long-term goal that's maybe, you know, a yearly goal or a five-year goal and we're just working on part of it? We're just doing the journey there or is it, you know, something you want to reach by the the end of the six months, and then we start looking at, well, what do you actually need to do mm -hmm. to accomplish that goal? Like what are the, are there, um, and when I say obstacles, I mean sometimes there's an obstacle because there's something that you want to create, but there's obstacles you got to climb over to mm -hmm. be able to get there. And I'm going to use 
I want to, I'll get you to talk about it, but um, you decided to focus on copywriting, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So do you want to, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I was, um, I really wanted to connect with my people, the people who are stress eating and want to get out of stress eating. And I was feeling that my message was not coming across the way I wanted it to. And I was, that was a hypothesis. I didn't know why people didn't, were not engaged and so on. So I decided to test that hypothesis and to, to learn more about copywriting. And I love what you told me because to begin with, when we decided to work on that goal, I was thinking, well, I'm going to um, assess whether I'm making progress or not by the number of emails that are being opened, by the number of likes I get on my Instagram account or wherever. And I love your suggestion, which was to, okay, but what if what if you brought it back to you? How many emails, how many um, posts do you want to write? And really focusing on me rather than on what people's opinion could be made it so much easier because then it was under my control. And I'm very, very disciplined, very determined. So it's super easy for me to create a plan this way <laughs> and follow it. Whereas in as opposed to that, I have no idea what people are going to like, not like, open, not open. And so, yes, that was really that was really important. And so I decided to to study copywriting and and then chat GPT came along and I love using it too. If only to check that my English is okay, <laughs> sounds natural. And I also love, yeah, to present things in a way that's more appealing. And playing with that and really having fun, really, instead of, and something else that um, we worked on together is, um, so I had this goal, which, well, and it's still the same, of having 20 clients, because then I would be fully booked and I'd love to serve 20 clients, 20 stress-eating people. Um, but I also realized that I was putting a lot of pressure on myself because of that goal as if it was urgent, as if my life depended on it, I was feeling terrible. And then you made me realize that, as you said, it's just a target. It doesn't matter when I reach my goal, but what's really important is all the steps I take to reach that goal. And I decided to extend (laughs) this deadline to 10 years. So in 2032, I'm pretty sure that I'll have a fully booked um, schedule. And it makes it made me feel immediately much more relieved. And then I was able to really focus on what I wanted to do, which is to create content that would resonate with people and to really focus on, yes, who's, who's opening and what um, piece of content is, um, is having more success so that then I know where to look and what to extend and reproduce and so on. So that was really important for me to shift from the goal, <laughs> external goal, a goal that made me feel terrible. And I love what you said. You said, who wants to create a goal that makes them feel horrible? <laughs> you don't You don't have to do anything that doesn't feel right. And that was really important for me because I realized that, yes, I was deciding on things that made me feel horrible. So I shifted and also decided to think, okay, what would be fun, actually? And focusing on that first and foremost. Mm. Oh, there's so many points I want to pull out in that. The first one is that you gave yourself 10 years and there might be some people thinking 10 years to get 20 clients. What? But the point is, is that if if the way that you're trying to, it, 
the conditions that you put on the goal, if that is stressing you out, that is not helpful. Like you're just not going to produce from that state, right? Like your body is in this heightened stress state and then that comes across. And who wants to work with a stressed out coach who's grasping for clients? I mean, no, thank you, right? <laughs> like, you know, and, and so, but who knows, you might reach that goal in 12 months, in three years, we don't know. But when you're feeling relaxed about it, and it's not, we're not talking about you feel so relaxed that you're not taking action, but it's just like you take that pressure off yourself because it's who set that goal? You did. You're not like you're meeting your own target. Nobody's standing there with a stick, like beating you, like, hey, come on, you got to get, <laughs> you got to get to this target. So there's that. But the other point of what you said that I really want to highlight is that you had a specific goal in mind, like you had a money number that you wanted to go for and a target with the clients. And what I want to point out here is that when you're going for your goals, and because I I say money goals all the time, right, but so much of going for your money goals is not directly things about the money, right? It's not like directly, um, what's an example I can say, like setting up an account or doing some sort of financial thing, like for you to get to that goal at the time when we were working together, Mm -hmm. you weren't really doing a lot on social media. You were doing just some small video, YouTube stuff, if I recall correctly, like you were doing a YouTube video Mm -hmm. and your main focus was on communicating through emails with your community. And so you, through that, you decided, well, the way that I want to communicate is through writing. So that's the skill that I want to work on. And so I often talk about in my content with people that when you're reaching your goal, what's the, what are the obstacles in the way? Is it a skill gap, right? Mm -hmm. Is it mindset? Is it a belief that you're like fully entrenched in that just feels real, like facts of life? And for you, you know, and for all my clients and myself, thank you very much, it's usually all three, right? Like, you know, there's skills that you've got to learn and that's what we really focused on with you and and the mindset stuff. It was like with the building the clients in the business, it was about the skills, like you were developing your skills. And I'm just going to put it out there that if you, unless you already have a network set up, like a community of people who already know, like, and trust you, which some of my clients do, by the way, and they don't do stuff on Instagram, um, Mm -hmm. uh, on social media. If you don't have that and you're building your business online, you have to learn copywriting or you have to have a budget to pay somebody else to do that copywriting. I mean, it's just fact, (laughs) Right? Like you need to be able to communicate. If you can't communicate your message to somebody, then no money. Thank you. Like no, like no income because nobody's listening. Nobody's and when I say copywriting, part of that's just developing your own voice. Mm. Like, yes. you know, tuning into how do you want to speak to your people, right? Like it took me a long time to get comfortable with actually talking in my marketing how I really am in person right? Like finding that voice. And so the point I'm trying to make is that you were working on a skill set. That was part of your journey. Like you were building that skill set and you can't 
bypass that. You've got to go through it, mm. right? Yeah. Yes. And I love what you said about the mindset too, because of course I had to work on my mindset about copywriting and so on. But also what I've realized is that connecting for me, connecting, I used to think that I can't connect with people. I don't know what to say. And I'm just, okay, it's okay to post content because as a teacher, that's what I used to do too, creating content, but connecting, interacting, having conversation, normal conversations with people. Of course, I don't know how to do this. And it's so interesting because I've, well, I've realized that every year um, in January, my family and I send a newsletter to all friends and family to wish them a happy new year. And I usually do that as a group. And that's it. People love that. People love our family newsletter. This year, I decided to do it differently, which is namely individually sending one letter to everybody that I wanted to, to send it to with one or two questions that were really directed to them. And the answers that I got were phenomenal. I hadn't hear from, heard from people for years and they responded. And so all of a sudden I realized, hey, wait, I know how to connect. How could I use that skill that I didn't even realize I had on Instagram? And so that's why you're seeing me so much on Instagram now, because I'm realizing, hey, wait, I've got a network. <laughs> it's just that it never occurred to me that I had a network, first of all, and that I could talk to people in a normal way. And and it's made it so much fun just to realize, yes, plenty of people are surrounding me and I love them so much. But also I know what to say. I want to say, you know, to comment this way on this post because it's genuine. It's I'm being authentic. And so I love what you were saying about you finding your own voice in showing up as you really are. Because I'm finding that it's exactly who I'm becoming <laughs> on Instagram. And I love it. I love it. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. And like, this is it. This is the journey. You mm. you couldn't see this at the start because you just hadn't put the pieces of the puzzle in yes. that got you to the stage that showed that piece of the puzzle. And <laughs> what I want to highlight is that sometimes when we don't reach our goals when in the time that we want to reach them in is it's often because there's, there's just a learning that mm. – we haven't got to yet, like just like you just said then. You just didn't have that awareness that, hey, I can connect with people. This is how I can do it. You hadn't put the pieces together. And mm -hmm. so I'm just curious, are there any other examples like that that you want to share, like any learnings that that happened that you were like, oh, right, of course, I couldn't get, I couldn't reach that goal yet because mm -hmm. I hadn't, you know, put these pieces of the puzzle together yet. Yeah. I think another one which is huge is my self-esteem. So I remember you actually computed, you calculated the number of sessions, hours of coaching I had <laughs> working for a company, a coaching company. And of course, it's amazing. But still, I didn't make much of it. I was just like, yeah, but anyone could do that. And so but since then, I had this shift, which was really a decision. It was really intentionally deciding, no, I'm adding value to the world. What I'm doing is meaningful and important. It's really what I want to do. And it's really who I want to be. And really making that decision that, no, I'm important. And it feels so much better to say it now. Because for, well, I'm, I'm 40, 48. For 48 years, it never crossed my mind that I could be important. And saying it now feels true, believable, 
and so good <laughs> so good oh nan 100% and this was the little tidbit that i was going to say at the start in the intro is that in 2019 i think before i'd done coach training i'm assuming it was 2019 you coached me right? Like I was a client of that company (laughs) and you coached me and I loved you. I adored you. I thought you were the most beautiful coach. Like I'd get on the calls with you and you just held the most gentle space for me to be able to explore what was going on for me. And this was before I was a coach. So, you know, it was all so new. And so for me, it was so easy to see your expertise because I was like, hang on a minute, mate, like you were coaching me like back in 2019, what are you talking about? And you're still coaching and you're an expert. And when anybody that I've mentioned you to, um, you know, I mean, so a colleague of mine recently went to France and she met up with you and I was like, oh, yeah, Nan and, Nan, and we're all like, yeah, we love her. She's so great. And, you know, and so because there's lots of people who've coached with you, right? And so when you say we bring up your name and they're like, oh, yeah, she's such a great coach. And and this, it's like you had to catch up. Yes. You had to <laughs> join the party, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. And it, I can see the ripple effect of that belief now that, yes, I'm adding something to the world, which is really what I want in the offer that I'm putting out there now. It's just I made it irresistible. So I worked with a coach on creating an irresistible offer. But I'm so <laughs> I'm so in this belief that, yes, it's amazing. <laughs> I so wish I had this when I was struggling with binge eating. That would have changed so much, so much faster. I so believe in it now because I think I've done the work on my belief in myself. And that was thanks to you because you opened up the possibility. And I think that really what you offered me was such a safe place. And of course, we didn't record it. But before we starting this interview, you made it super clear that it was a safe space for me, that we could stop whenever I felt uncomfortable. I think that's amazing that everything to me when I started being coached I was so afraid of being judged that the I mean the conditions you put in place are huge and this it's amazing because if I'm not feeling safe I can't open up so I can't change but you're creating the the conditions the context that's just perfect for me to bloom see me bloom (laughs) oh my gosh I've got chills Thank you so much for sharing that and and letting people know because that that's true. It's like one of my core values. Like I don't want mm. anybody working with me who doesn't feel safe. Like I want the space to be a safe place because that's a thing, exactly what you just said. You cannot, I mean, well, you can make changes, but that's when you hear people talking about like that they're experienced, like they're really triggered or they're experiencing some trauma or something because they're not in a safe space place it's like they're trying to push through to reach a goal but actually something's coming up that's vulnerable that they haven't had a chance to explore and they want to be able to do that in a gentle way without bulldozing like yes through the way that you that you feel yeah yeah Yeah. and I think that's what I was trying to do before bulldozing my way through all the feelings hustling and that felt terrible. And of course, whatever results I was creating was not lasting because it's unsustainable. It's unbearable. I so much prefer the way that I'm doing it now, which is so much 
full of yeah abundance uh kindness towards myself and it's so much easier to connect with people when i'm coming from that place of oh this is fun oh <laughs> this is good i love that let's share that let's let's share the word let's spread what amazing about this hmm. yeah and so one thing i want to ask you nan is that um and i want to be fully transparent so in the six months that we worked together you didn't create that goal the initial goal that you set out to do within that period hmm. but what you did do and what you told me in the email and what you just shared then is you said but i 10x my self-esteem yes <laughs> right? yes and i just want to ask like what do you think the long-term impact on the whole of your life, like the way you show up as a person, like the way you show up as a mom, like what do you think the impact of that is? Yes. <gasps> it's an excellent question because I haven't thought about it yet, but I can imagine that, yes, because I'm thinking, yes, I matter. What I'm doing matters really, truly. Of course, I can see myself, well, feeling so much more confident and also that's why I'm sharing so much on Instagram and so I haven't reached my goal of having 20 clients yet but I can see names on my calendar I this afternoon I was doing a workshop in a center nearby in Paris and I loved it and I also have three more uh, workshops or series of workshops scheduled between March and April um and um and i'm loving it and i'm yeah so i can see that my goal is completely achievable now whereas before it was it felt like a fantasy you know it was far away <laughs> now i can connect the dots and i can see that yes it's in the future it's definitely something that's going to happen for certain and yeah and it's not it's not me fantasizing imagining anticipating wishing no it's, of course, what I'm doing right now uh, that is working. I can see it working. And I'm curious, do you think that you were able to create those workshops and show up because of where you are now with your mm. self-concept and how you're feeling about yourself, your self-esteem? Yes, definitely. And uh, even asking inviting people um, to do a workshop because that's how it started. First, I, I went to one center and I said, well, I've got this workshop that I could do for you for free. And I was expecting them to say no. And I was just, it was a challenge for me to just ask, but I did want to ask. And when they said yes, I was just, oh, I guess my work matters. So it was just gathering evidence for that belief. Oh, see, <laughs> we've shifted. <laughs> And it was so much fun. And then the other people came to me, actually. I didn't I didn't go towards them. They came to me. But it's most certainly because I'm so convinced. And the lady um, uh, I had the workshop uh, with this afternoon said, well, you feel so passionate. You look so passionate about what you're doing. And it shows. And I really wanted to, <laughs> to attend your workshop because of that. So it's definitely showing and having this ripple effect that I, I so want to have. I want to change the world to make the world a better place. And of course, as I don't know if you remember that quote by Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. And so if I'm more of myself authentically, well, perfectly imperfect, of course, <laughs> then of course I can help people be their authentic self too and be their better versions if they, that's what they want. 
Oh, I have got full <laughs> body chills. And if I can say so myself, okay, you didn't reach the specific goal you set in the six months, mm. but I think you reached something even better. Mm. Yes. Yes, and that's actually what I usually say tell my clients. There are two results you can have. The tangible one, which you may have, you may not have, especially in the time frame that you set. But there's definitely the intangible result that you always have, whether you achieve your goal or not, which is who you become. There's what you get or don't get, but there's definitely who you become. And yes, I've become a different person, thanks to you. Oh my gosh, I have the best job in the world. Just being witness to this stuff, man, it's just, it gets me out of bed in the morning. I mean, Nan, like what you've just shared, it's so beautiful, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I'm thinking of your children as well, like watching their mum just blossom, right? Like just be this amazing shining light in Mm. your life like so beautiful and then the tangible goal which you're still going to reach just becomes Mm. the beautiful cherry on top that isn't that awesome to create that but look at all the juicy like really Mm. deep juicy stuff that actually happened because you went for that goal yes yeah yes the byproducts are quite amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah. And and so for those of you listening, like I just really hope that you can feel this message. Like it's so much about the journey. Like really it is. I know that that can sound like, yeah, yeah, whatever cliche, but <laughs> it is. It is. It like, is. <laughs> totally about the journey. And I think that more of the journey should be celebrated, right? And I'm so grateful that you came on the show to to celebrate, right? Like you're not – because it almost – I mean, I don't want to dismiss your goal, like absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But to me, like that just feels so ordinary compared mm. to what you actually achieve, like the real juice of your own – inner work and feeling good about yourself and feeling valuable and feeling like you matter. I mean, man, Mm. that is priceless. True. Yes. Yes. And I really wanted to thank you for your support all the way. I loved your energy that I felt I had my own little Australian cheerleader, (laughs) always ready to cheer me on and to to be in my team, really, when I was struggling so much to be in my team, you were there for me, and that was priceless. Yeah, And also, I want to really insist on your flexibility because I realized, I, I didn't know before, but that there's a time difference between Australia and France <laughs> <laughs> when we change time and that you, well, you had to juggle your time time timetable for me and I really thank you for that because I prefer getting up a bit later than four in the morning so thank you for that (laughs) right and this is what I'm always talking about when I'm telling people about the coaching is that it's like I want to work with my we're two peas in a pod right like we just because we are a team totally Mm -hmm. like 
we were a team working together yes. and then I'm still part of that team, right, but from afar yes. now, right, because we're still in contact. Yeah, but you're still on my wall. The day you said, Nan, you can have it all, <laughs> I put a picture of you on my board and you're still there <laughs> and I see you every yes. day. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, all right. So let's tell everybody all how we can find you all about you nan because honestly nan is a master at what she does right she's a a highly trained and experienced coach with yeah like and she's coached people from all over the world on every single topic i mean she is an expert you will be in absolute expert hands working with her so if you are a coach or a teacher or somebody struggling with binge eating and you want to be able to i don't know what your beautiful words are but you nan that you say but that you want to be able to stop stress eating Nan is your woman. So Nan, tell us how can we find you? Tell us all you. Oh, I'll put I'll put all your links in the show notes, yes. but you just let us know where's the best place to hang out with yeah. you and get in contact. So the best place to find me in is Instagram at lighter teacher. And you can, there you can also sign up for my uh, free stress eating freedom call, which is so much fun. It's in my bio. And you can also find uh, free resources like a workbook and so on. So on Instagram, Light Teacher, this is where I'm having the most fun right now. You can also find me on YouTube where it's uh, Nadej Cezana Coaching. And have a look at the show notes because it's going to be easier to find me this way. And you can find there uh, videos in French and in English. So if you want to practice your French listening skills, you can find me there. And also, if you want to connect with me, write to me, you can uh, email me at nscoaching at outlook.fr. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Nan, thank you so much for coming on the show. And again, we just, we make it work, don't we? It was quarter past six in the morning for me. What is it? It's like eight o'clock at night for you or nine Nine. o'clock? Nine. It's 9 p.m. Yeah. We just make it work. We can do it across yeah. the world. It's it's all fun. Oh, and so does that mean you're still, it's still Wednesday for you? It's still Wednesday, absolutely. Yes. Yes. So it's Thursday. Talking to Thank you, you from the future. That's love that. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. thank you. Thank you again. This has been special. I think that everyone's going to get so much out of this and so much out of just really tapping into what it really takes to reach a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. <laughs> you are welcome. All right. Oh man, so many amazing nuggets in there. Honestly, like this is what creating a goal is all about. It's the thousands of steps that get you there, not one giant orgasmic leap, even though, you know, when you see marketing done in the coaching world, that's what people make it look like. It is not one leap. It is a thousand little, big, challenging steps. So, if you are on your journey to the next next big thing in your life and you want some support, you want your little Australian cheerleader in your corner helping you along, I want to invite you to work with me. And the next step to do that is get on a call with me. 
right? Because then we get to meet, then we get to create safety for you to make sure, hey, yes, Megan's actually, I do connect with her in real life. She is like what she sounds like on the podcast. So we all, I always have a call with my clients first, just because we want to make sure we're two peas in a pod, we're a match made in heaven. And then, then if it feels right for both of us, then we proceed. And if we don't, hey, we just get to spend some time together meeting and having an amazing chat. Okay, my dear, until I get in your ears again next week, have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. Ready to take the next steps? Creating your money and life goals can be super challenging if you don't have a process to follow. Get my free course that will help you get unstuck, clarify your goals, and get you going. For more info, go to meganjsmith.au.